Mr. Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. That's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. Did you go to Burger King recently? I've been to Burger King several times recently. <laughs> I'm kind of going through a little love affair with Burger King at the moment. I used to not like them, but like the whatever that fake smoky flavor they put on the Whoppers, for some reason I'm into that now. Have you seen The Founder, the McDonald's movie? No, but Roy Kroc is an interesting figure. Oh, he's the fucking worst. He's just yeah, the worst. Yeah. I know where Crock of shit comes from. Like, yeah. It's that guy. He sucks. That movie was... Ah! I saw the first part of that movie. I don't think I finished it, though. Oh, it's slow and boring, but it's also... Mm. I figured, like, part of it was... Because he's not a protagonist, but he's the main character. But, like, the first part of the movie is just trying to find him relatable. And as you're slowly realizing, wait, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm not an asshole. I don't relate to this guy. I mean, I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole, not but not like this. Asshole. This is like, you're like, a monster. I hate you. <laughs> you know, Barnum is kind of a monster, but, like, he's also kind of admirable in a, like, very American spirit kind of way. Yeah. You know? Is Roy Kroc, has he got any of that going on? Ray Kroc, just right? really... Or it's Roy. Yeah, I think it's Fuck Ray Fuck him. Get his name wrong. It's Roy now. Mm-hmm. You're Roy now. Motherfucker. Well, there's Roy Rogers he and Ray Kroc. sucks, Croc. you know? Well, that's, that's Roy Rogers was like his cowboy enemy. He should enemy. his name. He should, yeah. you know, that's what he did. He's an asshole. What are Roy Rogers <laughs> called? Uh, Hardee's. There's Hardee's and Roy Rogers in the same restaurant. Uh, well, Roy Rogers doesn't exist anymore, right? No, no. they're in they're in rest stops. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the other Hardee's Which is was, on the road to not existing anymore. The other anymore. Hardee's is Carl's Jr., no. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, Carl's Jr. I think is a separate entity. No, I feel like it's Hardee's, Hardee's and, and Carl's Jr. Jr. are the same thing. Yeah. Well, because sure? sometimes uh, they'll be called the both things. Like, yeah. welcome to yeah. Hardee's Carl's Jr. it's confusing because I thought they were different. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Roy Rogers exists Why can't that it does, that is It does. Yeah, Undisputable fact. It it's in Connecticut, in Ooh. fact. At their rest stop. Ooh. One of many. We should do Roy Rogers Minute. <laughs> so we go and spend a minute in Roy Rogers. Yeah, that's all you need because it's all like to we go right in right the middle of the room and just stand there, like right next to each other. Well, kind of like look around. We are in Roy Rogers. It looks weird. You yeah. guys can do that on your way to, to your your mystic excursion. You can just be say stuff like it smells like the stuff they clean the floors with. <laughs> it's all white now. It used to be all orange. That's what I remember about Roy Rogers. It used to be all orange. Well, orange everything and used wood. to be kind of orange. And yeah. yeah, that's true. Because it wasn't updated since the 70s. Just like Now break. we're in like stuff's not updated since the 90s, and it's really green and brass. I went but... back to a, a, a pizzeria that I used to go to when I was a kid recently, mm-hmm. and it had not changed a single iota in like the two <laughs> decades since, and it yeah. was like time travel. It was like the craziest thing. I was just like, it's like the same articles on the wall, the same, like, you know, about, like, when they opened the pizzeria in, like, 1970-whatever, yeah. the, like, Inquirer wrote them up, and they have it, have it like, lacquered to a board, and, uh, I don't know, man, it was weird. Well, is that it, like, was, a chain place? Kind of. It's a, it's, it's much like there's a Mystic Pizza 2, this was yeah. Brynmar Pizza 2. Oh, yeah? Oh, so, so this, this is was, a common thing? This wasn't even the, the original. Yeah, no, this is the one in, uh, Overbrook. Huh. 
Good pizza, though. Like, like it's a kind of a Greek style, you know? Mm. So, like, kind of the actual crust is kind of small or not pronounced, and it's kind of greasy. Yeah. Mm. That is really good. We technically have Greek-style pizza because our owners are Greek, I no, guess. No, no. It doesn't work like uh, that. Jiminy Crickets <laughs> is definitely an Italian-style pizza. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Or New York. I think the lines are just like blurred because we do have like uh, we do have a Greek pizza, but we also have a Sicilian pizza. Yeah. And really, if you go to Sicily and you show them one of our Sicilian pizzas, they would be like, "What the like, fuck is yeah, this? Why, yeah. Why do you call this Sicilian pizza? Uh, <laughs> like I don't really. I like I worked at a pizza place for years, but I don't really know the definition of what a Sicilian pizza is. It's got something to do with meat. I assume. <laughs> is Long, it like, is right, well, it here's square? Hard Sicilian pizza square. Right? Yeah, Sicilian pizza is usually square. So oh, I guess yeah. it's like, okay. it's square in a pan, right? But I don't know. I feel like I've gone other places and got a Sicilian and it was like different. Well, we don't, there's not any correlation between American pizza and like Italian pizza anymore. There mm. might have been when it first started, but I feel like you have to go, like I was reading about new pizza place opened by my favorite band ever. Mm-hmm. In Kentucky. And what is it? It's called Lupo's. And, and who? Murder by Death. Okay. They're, it's like a married band couple, and that they've been working for 10 years saving to buy this place. And like, yeah. this is this amazing like, we're story. We're out of the music. And yeah, music. <laughs> we've arrived. We're like a pizza place. Yeah, but they're like, it sounded really good, but that Take they. Take this job and shove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to like, you know, the record executive. They don't have, no, they're great independent. Well, maybe they have a record. I don't know. Whatever. But they actually flew in an oven from like Italy and they were like, it's yeah. like, it never goes out. It's like so they the did their real pizza deal. Research. Yeah. They were like, we need real pizza. We need to bring Italian style real pizza here to the United States, to the heart of Kentucky in mm-hmm. Louisville. And yeah, I'm going to go there for sure. You guys are going to go to Mystic Pizza and I'm going to Lupo's. Going on a lot of different pizza <laughs> expeditions. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, coming up very soon. Probably while the, while we're <laughs> we still should, doing this we show. Should do field, yeah, we should have like people during out in our, the field, like hurricane coverage. But like, what pizzeria are you at? Like <laughs> during our hiatus, we should go to like various famous pizzerias. Uh, or we should just go to Mystic and call it done. <laughs> just call it that. Maybe we can go to a few on the way. Yeah, like we'll take a uh, pizza tour to Mystic. Well, I actually took a pizza tour from. That's what part of the Mystic stop was. We were yeah. leaving Provincetown, Mass, and we got Spiritus Pizza. Which which is their famous pizza. And I was like, we need to get... Sounds spooky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just really good and fun and cool designs inside, good art. Uh On the pizza? No, but they have cool Mm -hmm. shirts. But, uh, and it's like a staple of P-Town. But yeah, so I was like, we have to eat at this pizza place. And I don't care that we're going to stop at another pizza place. We're going to eat all the pizza. <laughs> and then later that night, we passed a... <laughs> no, well, we passed a White Castle on the way back oh, at the man. end of the night. And we also had to stop because we were on a food expedition. Yeah, like, right. uh, like that's an emergency. If you go near a food castle, <laughs> Yeah, we like cut across two castle. lanes of traffic. Like, ah, like brake slammed, like cut people <laughs> off. Didn't want to miss it. Because <laughs> you can't get into it from the other side of the road it's jersey no left turns so we were like if we miss it we're not gonna have it and mm. it was pretty good it was pretty good that was a, a no really bad now. food day but great food but you know what i mean it's just we felt like death it was great yeah jersey driving is awful yeah you can't even pump your own gas yeah. that's the best right? part i don't understand why people don't like because it's awkward it's weird what if they blow your car up 
why is it awkward? Or we, no, it's like, like I don't have to get out and touch that disgusting thing. It's not cold in my car. Or it's not hot. Or there's still music playing in my car. Or mm. like, there's so many things Imagine about it. Imagine you added an extra step, like an extra third person into like a normal thing that wouldn't ordinarily require that. Like if you had to go to the ATM and there was like a dude standing in front of the ATM and he's like, let me see your card, please. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's like, and how much money will you be needing today? well it's like an elevator technician you know it used to be a thing yeah i probably wouldn't like elevator technicians either yeah you just have to stand next to this person no yeah that's a lot worse you're in a confined space with the person as opposed to like a wall between you and like you crack your window like here take my card Mm -hmm. fill it up that guy's just having like the same first 30 seconds of a conversation about the weather all day you know (laughs) yeah after 15 years do they have disgruntled ones uh, like Like, that's a job that like is created for you know people like there's probably only a couple of those left like sure, but elevator operators no they can't I think they only existed because they had to crank and there was like a machine it wasn't like a button right so they yeah. needed help they needed training to work yeah I guess thing. you had to operate part of the promise of automation is that like fewer you know we kind of forget it now but it used to be mm. we're gonna automate all this shit and then people won't have to work Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but know? there's there's no other way of getting money currently or, or, or having the, an economy work on you money. You know, like in the 70s and 80s, people were like, oh, you know, by the you know, turn of the millennium, we'll have like a 30-hour work week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, now it's like, now we need uh, some more elevator operators. So uh, we're very elevator <laughs> no, operator friendly is, here is basic income. on Mystic Pizza yeah. Minute. Basic income. That's what this podcast is about. No, basic more, income. more elevator dream. operators. Yeah. yeah, for them with to get their basic eye. income, and they can have with fun those in little that pillbox hats, you know. Uh, no, wait, like, that's a that's a bellboy, bellhop. Uh, you know, you can dress. I think bellhops and elevator operators are Somewhat probably interchangeable. Probably interchangeable. Maybe they do both. Yeah, I guess. they yeah. don't have to wear many hats. Like you're pulling bellhop duty for three hours, hat. and then you're on elevators. You know, be a hours. fun thing to do: put on like a bellhop uniform, and then just go to like an elevator in the city, <laughs> and just like stand by the bank of buttons. <laughs> How long just, before they kick you out or yeah, yeah. Like, How tip long you? Yeah, yeah. How long get away with that? <laughs> One time I was at Secrets. Yeah, and, homeless uh, people. Get on your game. Don't like stand in elevators. Dress <laughs> up as a bellhop. Start a program to donate suits, the bellhop suits, to homeless people. There was this one time I was at in. Secrets, and uh, well, where is Secrets? What? What is Secrets? It's like that, like resort where you like stand in, on, in like the bar the is the sand, bars on the sand, you know. So you're yeah. walking around these bars. Secrets? Isn't it the Bahamas? No, or it's Jamaica? not the Bahamas. It's in like Atlantic City or something. Oh, but yeah, it's like this like small like resort <laughs> slash like club, you know. Uh-huh. And like I don't know, like Jer- Jersey Shore people go there. For a place. Yeah. I think it's called Secrets. There's a bar near here called But anyway, I was at Secrets. Illusions. Illusions. Yeah, it used to be the bungalow. And now it's Illusions. But no, I was at Secrets and there was this concert going on. But like there was like an entrance to the concert from like the bar area. And there was like nobody attending the door. So like I just stood next to the door and I started taking people's IDs. Just because I was like, I was really drunk, A, and I was really bored, B. Like, I wasn't having fun at this, like, beautiful resort. I was like, this is full of a bunch of, like, Jersey Shore bros. I'm just going to stand over here and take people's IDs all night. So that's what I did, and nobody, like, questioned it. You were doing them a favor. Someone probably came back from, like, their break, and they saw it, and they're like, well, that guy seems to have it under control. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're, like, 11 minutes in now. Should we, like, intro the show that we're doing? 
Nah. nah. Did we do that? We no. didn't? Nah. You want to just, just keep talking about bell- bellhops and shit. <laughs> <laughs> How about a monkey bellhop? Oh, Ooh. man. That'd be really cool. Can of worms, don't you? You can like, miss. Uh, Here we go. You can, like, uh, strap, like, wings to them. <laughs> you can tip them in cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. They could like, smoke cigarettes and stuff. You, you can give them, like, cash tips. They know the value of a dollar. But you, put, you couldn't give them roller skates in, like, in the elevator. It would get dangerous. Dunstan checks in. That's mm-hmm. what we're all thinking of. Dunstan checks in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he worked next, at the uh, hotel. Our next minute-by-minute minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking earlier that a fun uh, fun minute-by-minute minute podcast series to do would be uh, just, like, all the 90s touchstone pictures. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hook, starting with. Yeah, like, you could do, like, Captain Ron. A lot of them are sea-themed. Captain Ron wouldn't... Uh, you know, I've seen Ron. Or some Captain Captain Boy. Boy. Yeah. Well, Touchstone was just, like, in love with the sea. Mm-hmm. Hey, so are we here on Mystic Pizza Minute. Yeah, it's uh, episode uh, 45, or 46. Yeah, we're on 46 now. I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford, and with us we have... Caitlin Fontecchio. Welcome back again. Thank you. So we are, uh, we've picked up from Daisy leaving the shoe on the couch. (laughs) Yep, yep. Just as good as we imagined. And so... (laughs) And then, like, in an act of just, like, total lack of subtlety, he kind of, like, walks out to the foyer. Her jacket's hanging on this, like, big heron statue. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Charlie, follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> like, he hasn't figured it out yet. Like, did she say it like that? Yeah, she really did. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote down not subtle. Charlie, follow the breadcrumbs. And underlined the word not, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie. Right. Follow the breadcrumbs. Why do they have a big heron statue? Uh, because you probably see a lot of like cranes. Or, right. uh, is it a crane or is it a heron? It's a bird of some kind. That Why do people is that in the marsh near is it a bird or, a bird or near cage? the water feel the need to like theme their houses around that? Well, it's, you know, well, you do what you know. Integrate you know, yourself by, with like, your you see. natural surroundings. Like you go to Florida and there's just like you know paintings of seashells everywhere and stuff. You mm-hmm. know? What uh, What do you have up in your place that's like uh, lands down themed? Uh, I've got a giant beetle. Oh, the beetle. Yeah, sometimes when you're walking around at night, you just see big, giant insects on the ground. There was a swarm of small bugs last night. I don't know if you guys experienced. They were gnats. They were as a literal swarm all through Philly. Like all these people. Yes, it was. They were crawling on our hair. They were. We had to walk back in to the house. Like it was. Horrible. I oh, don't like awful. bugs crawling they on they got me. into people's houses and stuff? Because gnats just go, like, everywhere. Yeah, they were, mm. they were they, like, attached, and then they would hang out. You'd have to kill them again. Apparently it was, like, mating season, and it's, like, the first dance of the season. Mm-hmm. So it varies. It made it all the way to Connecticut, actually. Really? This exact swarm that just took Damn, over the whole world. Maybe we created it. Yeah, yeah, probably. With our show. I, uh, I walked in. <laughs> we created I walked a plague in very mystic. Connecticut. I walked in the back door. <laughs> the other yes, day. bugs! <laughs> <laughs> I saw this giant thing hanging on the wall. Like, I couldn't, like, comprehend what I was looking at. Right? <laughs> it was just this, like, writhing mass on the wall. Yeah. So I, like, quickly went in the door, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and I took out my, like, cell phone flashlight, and I'm, like, shining it through the window. And I'm, like, trying to discern what this thing is. It looked like, like a deteriorating bat or something. I, like, couldn't figure it out. Mm. Finally, it turned out it was this huge praying mantis eating a moth. Whoa. Yeah, just, like, a giant moth. And so it's just, like, hanging upside down, praying mantis, and then, like, coming out of its face. It's just, like, moth wings. Whoa. When was this? Uh, like, two or three nights ago. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait, this was here? You didn't get a picture of this? 
I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> I could show it to you, but my phone is over there. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll put them on the uh, we'll put them on the website. We'll put them on the Facebook it's not, page. It's not a great photo. It's a little on the dark side. Yeah. Well, we're a well, little on got, the dark side yeah, here at Mystic Pizza Minute. Content. <laughs> so I guess this back is a really the dark minute, by the way. Yeah, because he's going around of candlelight. Yeah, he's uh, Charlie's got this candle, this really long candle, and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't uh, even finished describing the minute." <laughs> Actually, uh, so he, so she says, "Follow the breadcrumbs," and then he goes up the stairs, picking up each item, you know, just to make sure that she continued going in that direction. I guess <laughs> that she didn't like hop over the banister. He had to investigate everything closely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and he just is this hers? This, I don't know. He just has this like excited look on his face when he's looking at each one he's just like yeah except the one when he picked up whatever if it was underwear or a sock or something he had a really yeah he had a disgust he actually had like a moment of like what is this and then looked kind of disgusted and then dropped it like but maybe it was like i i interpreted it less as disgust and more just like oh what am i getting into here (laughs) (laughs) like like it was like disgusted but like appreciative right where he's like you dirty girl Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Who, who would do that uh, and so then uh, he gets upstairs, and he opens the door, and in the very last second of the minute, we see Daisy standing on the opposite side of the room, kind of silhouetted in the window, yeah. just wearing a man's shirt. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> like one of those big, like, golden, like, uh, what do you call them, diving bells? Like the old, like, scuba gear on her head? She <laughs> <laughs> can, like, hear her breathing. Really like, really not through it. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you found the last crumb. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Put on your mask. So uh, one thing that we were commenting on was just like the order of the clothes that Mm -hmm. he finds. So first, it's one shoe. Yeah. Okay, then the next piece of clothing that we encounter is her jacket hanging on the heron statue. Mm -hmm. Then he goes up the stairs. He picks up what kind of looks like another jacket. Yeah, or a shirt that was, like, unzipped like somehow. A... Like, she unzipped her shirt. Yeah, but she was wearing a sweater was the thing. Maybe it had zippers yeah. on. I mean, that it is 1988. Well, she just, like, so... started leaving, like, sleeves to the jacket. <laughs> she starts <laughs> cutting, Wait a cutting second. pieces of her clothes off. <laughs> yo, there was wasn't my... enough for the scavenger hunt. That was so. my jacket, yo. <laughs> uh, and so then, what is it? A camisole next? Or was there something else in between? There was, like, the sock or underwear or whatever, and then... It was like a knight's glove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then the negligee. He like throws it and it makes door. a thud. Which we had the question of why would she leave the negligee, the sexy item, right, right. on the mm-hmm. door to put on a man's shirt that whose shirt now, is I, that? I can understand if she had both the camisole or the, the negligee and the uh, the man's shirt in front of her, she might be like, okay, which one of these am I going to go with? <laughs> you know, like on the one hand, this one's like, just kind of inherently sexy looking, but on the other hand, this one has like the oh, I'm like wearing your clothes kind of yeah. Thing. But she's you know? not. Sh- how could what she if, be uh, sure that's his shirt? What if in the next minute he's like, "Yo, how'd you get my shirt on?" Yeah, <laughs> like I was wearing that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, it cuts back to him, and he just doesn't have anything on at the top. <laughs> No, I really, yeah. I, I just wanted him to be like, that's my dad's shirt, and be really grossed out, and not want to have sex with her now, because you just can't get past that, like, ugh, you smell like my dad now, like, can't do this. Yeah, and, and I was pointing <laughs> out that, like, that. if she didn't give up, unless she was just planning on standing there naked, which is also a possibility. Which she could have, she's like yeah. the most beautiful woman of this time, and mystic, <laughs> and... Uh, why why she put this ugly boxy shirt on when she could be like but maybe she found the shirt in the hall like it was in a hamper 
You know? He's <laughs> just like, oh, you're just like wicker box. And let me rummage through his dirty clothes. Yeah. Because mm, that's smells hot. like him. Yeah. Nah, I'm telling you, she took it right off his back when he wasn't looking. <laughs> he got so distracted. Like he under, was really it intent was like under on his the, sweater, the too. And like, he's he still wearing <laughs> the sweater, but his shirt's gone from underneath. Well, there is still the question of she was wearing pants, we think, right? Like and there were no powers. pants anywhere, but suddenly she just doesn't have any. She didn't have her underwear. Maybe the camera panned down, and it's just like the rest of her clothes. Are just like piled up on the floor. <laughs> it's just like she, uh, she's like, I thought it was going to be further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cut up all my clothes for nothing. <laughs> uh, there's like a big four post bed, which is made, by the way. Isn't this like in a, his house that's not? Well, it's in? all like preserved for like a like a long duration. But do you, you know? leave? Do you leave a bed like made? You cover you train to make the bed when you wake up. I, I, like, do you think this is his room while he stays here? Do you think this is where he lives while he's there? Because that armoire is covered in a sheet. No, that's a good like, point. It's it doesn't not. look lived in at all. This is just one of the first yeah, of 12 bedrooms. I don't think it's made. I just think it's covered in like a white she sheet. She's just like, like flipping preserve open it. doors yeah, and maybe. peeking her head in and just like, <laughs> this one Sex bed. You're looking for a sex bed. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. four wall poster. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's a shame because uh, next minute is totally going to be the sex bed minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh. so, you know, look forward to... How, how how many minutes do you think the sex mi- uh, the sex bed minute is? Like eight. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> one can hope. Do we have eight sex bed minutes? Yeah. No, you bet it'll be eight seconds, right? What's the rating on this movie again? R. Oh, it is. This is an R. So maybe movie. this is the scene that does it because it's usually like can... one thing sets them over the edge. Yeah, technically well, she they fuck at one point. She did. Well, they were allowed to. They're usually allowed one fuck in a mm-hmm. PG thirteen. Right, maybe we're gonna get that right now. Whoa. Yeah. yeah right. Technically, they uh, the they can Zinga. take it as far as like a flaccid penis, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like one quick shot of it. So it could be no, that. that gets you an NC double seventeen or whatever the fuck. Wait, I believe this. there's no double seventeen. I don't know. I mean, yeah, double X. I don't know what the standards were in 1988. Double X. That's like, that's like X. the call sign of the of the Enterprise or something that you just described. NC, NC double seventeen. That's just like, uh, this is the SS Excalibur checking in. The Starfleet. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, but um. Yeah, so it's about to get pretty sexy here, but so far there's been none. I'm sad I'm, I'm not going to see that. I well, got to see their the first kiss. I want to. I want to see their first sex. I want to see this now. Yeah, we should. I'm really invested. I need. We should pick that. our next guest like uh, pretty wisely. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who would this be the best for? Let's get Addison. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you want to try to get Addison back? Yeah, we'll get Addison back for the sex minute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what if Addison's like, no, I can't make it, and then this... this well, who else? Like, like, well, we should probably discuss this off the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, let's see. Who, How uh, about... Who won the minute? Oh, I still got a couple more things. Well, oh, okay. like, we, we can do who won the minute. Who won I mean, the last minute? Okay, Julie so Roberts won the last minute. There's an abstract and then... Probably he does, because he literally solves her easy as shit game. Yeah. And also, yeah. he's kind of the only one but totally she in did the minute. Because <laughs> she made up a weird game to begin with, and uh-huh. he, like, complied. He's just, she's just like, do you want to play a game? Is yeah. She, like, he and was also, like, okay, I'll play the game. Is this like, she was like, how, how like, read a book before, the, the night before, like, how to be romantic and seduce a man into sex. And it was mm-hmm. like, wear your hair down, talk low, lead him on a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Wear his clothes. clothes she might have just learned all this stuff the old-fashioned way, just through you know practice, practice, practice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
True, right? We are, when she was back in the peg leg pub, she was kind of establishing that she has practiced, right? Because she's a little slutty. Or, you know, or maybe not. You know, maybe this is going to be like a, like an American Beauty moment. Uh-huh. He's going to, like, you know, be about to do some stuff, and she's going to be like, wait, I've never done this before. Oh, wait, what if, what if, yeah, what if they just don't have sex? In the yeah, next what if they don't? What if, like, something happens? What if happens? they just both start crying? <laughs> what if but she's I'm like actually I think we need to stop seeing each other so yeah. bye yeah, I'm glad I brought you up like, here to have this talk this could potentially go like pretty poorly yeah but the music is definitely pointing at one direction mm-hmm. so like during this whole scene where he's like sneaking through the darkened house with by candlelight mm-hmm. uh, there's like this slinky piano and like sexy sax playing mm-hmm. and that's an experiment because I just thought that this would look like a horror movie if not for that musical element. <laughs> we tried watching it with uh, the sound muted. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sure enough, it definitely takes on like a creepy undertone. Yeah, yeah we should have... Uh, searching for his victim and what closet is she in. Mm-hmm. Even at the beginning when he's holding her shoe as he's walking through, he could easily use that as the weapon. Well, I, you know. to me, it seems like he's getting lured into a trap here. You still mm-hmm. think about... Oh, yeah, okay. Still could be. She's wearing that, wearing that weird diving bell on her head. Yeah, but, can't um, see what her facial expression is. <laughs> I would say it'd be funny if she if he walked in and she was wearing like a wedding dress. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like here I am, darling. Or uh, I joked uh, if he had gone all the way up and she was just still fully dressed. <laughs> it was like she was just pulling clothing out of her purse. You know? <laughs> she's wearing like got com- you good. She's wearing like comeback gear. That would be a great prank to play out of purse. <laughs> <laughs> True. Who's doing that? All right, like, you got the bellhop like, uh, prank, and you got... Yeah, you just you, you you go to the, the end, naked, and it's not just, naked like, prank. you're fully clothed, and you just have, like, a chess set. But, uh, <laughs> and you're just like, we're playing chess. The great thing about that prank is that anybody can do it. Like, even <laughs> if you're just, like, two regular people. Like, you start leaving your clothes behind, and nobody knows where you are. Uh-huh. And they're like, wait, this is really creepy. But then when they get to you and you're fully clothed, it's just like, not creepy anymore. Well, it's still a little creepy because you did just lure them to something. <laughs> I know. And especially if you yell out, follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but the whole time they're going to be thinking how creepy and like when it turns out you're actually not, you're just playing a Or joke. they could be like, oh, it's finally happening. We're going to do it. Yeah. And then you're still fully clothed and then they have to act like they I were guess, like, they yeah. knew it was a joke the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the result of this joke could be the other person could be taking off their clothes as they do it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right, take off the shirt. Like, put that next to her shirt. <laughs> like, dude, I was just kidding. To get naked with you? That's even better. <laughs> it's maybe a risky, a risky prank. Yeah, but every prank has a risk. You gotta take it for the funnies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but if they walk in the room and, you know, you're fully clothed, you can just, I don't know, I'd, uh, maybe you should just never pull this prank. Because, yeah, 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 on, you If you know, do pull it, like, let us know how it went, though, you yeah. know? But be careful. Yeah, Someone could get hurt. Some feelings could get hurt. Yeah, exactly. And some, some feelings egos. could get hurt. Which, which, which well, we, feelings get hurt all the time. What should we name this prank? <laughs> the, uh, the daisy uh, lore? The daisy lore. The false daisy lore? <laughs> the false daisy. The false daisy. <laughs> Give him the old false daisy. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So, uh, yeah, people, if you're practicing the false daisy, you know, all you college kids who listen to yeah, Mr. Pizza Man. we have Pizza an email Man. account you can get, the, or Facebook. Yeah, uh, send us your false daisy stories, uh, you know, at Twitter, on Pizza Mysticism, and on Facebook, and stuff like that. 
Anyway, what else uh, you guys have? For uh, that would have been a natural lead-in for the end, but I do have yeah. more notes. I do uh, have more hey, notes. this isn't over yet. Um, I have a note. Don't here. touch that dial. I have one note that says, "Is sax just sexy because sax sounds like sex?" Yes. Hmm. Because you said sexy sax, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." Yeah. yeah. Saxy sax. I guess that's, it that's works. like it, that's what makes it a beautiful instrument. Like that's like it's that really is one aspect of it. Uh-huh. It really? sounds sexy, but it also looks sexy. Yeah, it's like, just like a big like. I feel like the sound palace. isn't though. Yeah, you put it <laughs> in your mouth palace. and like. But I feel like I feel like the sound of a sax is more like a squawking bird or something. Well, yeah, but of the full, era, full disclosure, of the I play I play bass clarinet, so I hate the saxophone. Oh really? Yeah. Are those like rival instruments? They probably might be. I don't know. I just have I find problems with everything. Okay, That's so not here's a question I that I always like to ask people. <laughs> hey, that... But at the end of the day, you're all marching together, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like a question. Good one. A question I always like to ask people that are in like you know bands or orchestras and stuff. You know how like drummers in a regular band have kind of like there's a personality that you associate with. Yeah, the they're drummer. the stoners, mm. right, and the exactly. clarinets are like kind well, of like kind of cool, but also kind of still uptight, like the flutes, and then. And then the saxophones are just like a mix of like usually more athletic kids are on the saxophone, uh-huh. and mm. then in the trumpet players, they are usually there's usually one or two that are really good, but they're also just they're more like normal. Then you get weird with like yeah the bass section like can get a little quirky. The bassoon this, player uh, that I sat this next is to one was girl in really my band funny. when I was in band who played the French horn, and I always felt real bad because those things are like super low. Yeah, like you can never hear a French horn. Yeah, they no matter how hard you try, so yeah. you gotta have like a lot of them. But she was like the only one. They're and usually like, like theory nerds. If you're mm. playing the French horn, you're probably really good at like music theory. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to know when you're in band. What about uh, trombonists? Um, let's see. They were usually really funny. Yeah, I feel like trombone players are usually pretty funny. How about yeah. That? Yeah, our uh, our, bass third, clarinet is our really third cool. member of really the cool. Minute, uh, Steve is a trombone player. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The best one in, in the world. In the whole world. Wait, I think I knew that. I think yeah, we played. I think we were in. Trombone. Wait, weren't, I think I was in band with him. Wait, how old is he? Uh, Steve is. He was born in 2007. <laughs> yeah. so. Hey, Holford, what's Steve's birthday? Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Holford, what's Steve's okay, wait, birthday? Wait, 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 wait. Is it the same as Carrie Forte's birthday? I don't know. I think it might be the same as Carrie Forte's birthday. Yeah, okay. I'll take your so word that's for all right. it. You got, I don't you got know. like a relative. Which is on. <laughs> Dig deeper. Dig deeper, my friend. Uh, I'm really glad I didn't say that trombones all suck. They suck so hard, and like, then you're like, well, that's what he does. and... Yeah, well, I'm glad I don't. Upset him on the yeah, I'm glad I don't have to contribute to upsetting <laughs> Steve. Sorry. No, I have a um, to close this all out. I have a pretty neat uh, Mystic Pizza fact. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to hear my pretty neat Mystic Pizza fact? Yeah. I'll hear I was actually neat. looking up that uh, piano sax theme, uh-huh. and I didn't really find anything on it. It's either that guy Steve Tyrell or uh, David McHugh, uh-huh. who does the uh, mandolin theme, and is credited for doing all the music. But uh, Julia Roberts originally auditioned for JoJo. Well, that's the first part of huh. this that I have. Huh. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty interesting. Well, now I'm trying to picture her in that role. But that's to actually... Be, well, been wait, bad. to be yeah. a runaway bride? She did that. Well, yeah, but, but it's not the runaway bride aspect. Like, she would have been a natural in the opening scene, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, like, but, uh, but later, she <laughs> has this... There's a, a certain quality to, uh, to JoJo that I, I'm not 100% sure... See, it's hard for me. I don't think Julia Roberts' acting in this is all that great is the thing. No. So it's hard for me to even identify the qualities 
I love Julia Roberts acting. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> well, JoJo is more like actually like you believe that she could be a townie as opposed to like everyone else. They don't understand with that. I don't know. Yeah. She's like, either a much better she's, she's or like a much doing worse in the bathroom. than everyone else. I can't quite tell which. I, I think she's great. And if she'd love to come on our show, we'd love to have Julia Roberts on our show. Talk. That is Julia Roberts is by hook. far the least accessible. That wasn't actually my. Uh, yeah, she does. Her her kids don't even know she, that that she's famous. I read what, an article. Really? Yeah, that she's like somehow been able to shelter them. She thinks. Oh anyway. my god! Did she just go home to like a Truman Show kind of? Yeah, situation? she basically it was like like so. I guess they're still young. I read this whole thing where she keeps it separate. She like is very well, private. How young can they be? That, like, how old is Julia Roberts now? She's not that. She's like in her forties, like, fifties, right? Twenty years. So yeah, she's twenty. But she's somewhere. She's in that golden era where you don't know how old she is because she looks great. But I think her kids are still kind of young. Like, she had them later in life. I mean, she was being America's sweetheart. She didn't have time to have kids. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, maybe she had kids at just the right time. But yeah, she said they don't they don't know that I'm like right famous. when the rolls were drying up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, All right, it's time to have time kids. <laughs> They're not drying up, she just doesn't need them anymore. She's good. That's she's true. Julie she's Roberts established and she, yeah, and she's that's established. It. She's a she's an American staple. She's uh people still a, ask her for interviews. It's I heard she's really nice that's and she retirement. does, she does podcasts all the time and she gets a Twitter account so I can talk to her. <laughs> that actually wasn't my Mystic Pizza fact, though. Um, oh. I have a fact that says uh, Liam Neeson used to stop by the set all the time because what? he was going out with Julia Roberts while uh, they were filming Mystic Pizza. Oh, yeah? Shaboom! Well, Mystic that Pizza fact! Actually, now makes sense that I think I saw a picture of Liam Neeson in Mystic Pizza and I didn't yeah. understand. Oh. I was like, why? Is if he they... going to show up somewhere in Mystic Pizza? Because I actually don't know that. Well, no, I don't think he's going to show up. But Couldn't he's be just saying, or else it wouldn't you know, be a Mystic Pizza. But, but because the pictures in would the... include just people who had come to Mystic Pizza in addition to others. Right, I thought um, maybe it was just like, and here's other celebrities who have eaten here. But yeah. it could have been a behind the scenes. No, but apparently he was stopping by because uh, the last movie that Julia Roberts did uh, was with William Neeson. What and was it? It was called uh, Satisfaction. And it came out in 1988. It was about like uh, was it about the it was like stones? it was about like no, it was about like a like a girl like uh, like a teenage girl punk uh, band. Yeah, I think I didn't really read too much and into it, but um, is he older? Yeah, she was in this punk band, and, and Liam like, Neeson was in it. I don't Tim even Travers? think that they were together like, in the movie, but I think they were dating each other behind the scenes. Oh, uh, because she and, wasn't uh, really a teenager. They still were by the time she was Movies filming Movies about Mr. teenage Pizza. girl punk bands is one of my favorite subgenres. Oh, well then go and see yeah. uh, Satisfaction starring Julia Roberts yeah, and Did you ever Liam see Mason. that movie Girl then? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know that one. It's it's from the 90s and it was really, it was like on HBO all the time and I happened to catch it when I was like 13 and I was like, this is the best movie ever and it was rated R and it was kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. But it was really good and it had people's faces that you would recognize but I don't know their names. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, there was uh, the one that's like The Incredible Stains or something like that. That, that was the one that yeah, I had that, in mind. That sounds good too. Uh, I just And that, that one was like from the, I think the 80s and it was kind of like a low budget but like kind of high spirited sort of affair mm-hmm. uh, and then there was that one We Are the Best which was a Swedish film that came out like a couple years ago that sounds mm-hmm. cool too yeah that was really it was very good that one was great I'd recommend that one to anyone yeah I, I hope uh, that's the name of the movie if yeah I wanted to see that one if it's something, I saw a trailer for it I just know she's obsessed with Todd Sparrow and she like has like a crush on a musician she's actually not a teenage mu- she's a groupie mm-hmm. oh boy it's not that empowering <laughs> but that's the one I latched on to as an impressionable teenage girl. 
so is that the, does that conclude your Mystic Pizza fact? Yeah, there's, I don't know, there's plenty of Mystic Pizza facts. <laughs> well, you still did got you plenty know, of minutes left. Did you know that Amy Holden Jones, who wrote Mystic Pizza, and, you know, uh, supposedly went, you know, and had a Mystic Pizza experience herself, wrote every one of the Beethoven movies. Really? Yes. All of them? All of them. How many are there? Seven? There are like six. Eight of them. (laughs) And Amy Holden Jones, who wrote Mystic Pizza, uh, she wrote Mystic Pizza, and then she wrote all of the Beethovens. Did you write anything else? And then goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, yeah, I think she directed something else. I forget what it's called. Yeah, she directed one movie, and shit, I forget who's in it, but. Uh, next time, I'll look all that stuff up. Amy Holden Jones, the writer of Mr. Pizza, and the Beethovens. So whoever's doing Beethoven Minute... Beethoven Minute would be a good one. Uh, ha- have, us on our sh- have us on your show if you're doing Beethoven Minute. Steve, you should do Beethoven Minute. You love dogs. <laughs> no, I think there Who already is one. doesn't love dogs? No, there is not a Beethoven Minute. There's totally a Beethoven Minute. They're on, like, Beethoven 3. No, uh, this they're, is... They're on Beethoven 3rd. <laughs> we should contact them and... Ha- uh, let let them have us on their show. Yeah, no. If if such a show existed, I would a hundred percent be willing to. We call should it. allow them Could to you have call us. Call them on and, and tell them to follow the breadcrumbs I'll, to uh, your studio space. I'll call them right now on Twitter. Got to wrap this thing up. All right. So if you do the Beethoven minute, uh, get a hold of us. Uh, this was the Mystic Pizza minute. Um, I'm John Windsor. This is Dave Holford, and thank you, Caitlin Fontecchio, for you. coming back to the show. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Bungler. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Bungler. Rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe, <laughs> and we are out of here. Toodles. Bye. Bye.